You're listening to Bible Truth Feed, a podcast by Christadelphianvideo.org for Christadelphians and all those seeking the truth about the Bible message. Join us now as we present our latest episode. For the purposes of this presentation, we're going to assume that you know little to nothing about Christadelphian Video. Okay, so that's where we're going to be coming from. I know there are some in the audience that know a lot about it. There are some in the audience that are actually involved with the organisation. But this presentation is going to be for those who know little to nothing about the organisation whatsoever. Now, obviously our ultimate aim in all of this is to glorify God. So we're going to start by having a quick look at the history Okay, the history of the organisation that was started some 10 years ago now, in fact, on the 20th of July in 2012. So next week will be our 10th anniversary. And our very first video that we uploaded was one that was presented here. And I'll let you know what that was in just a moment. That is a screen grab of our very first YouTube channel. So we're talking YouTube at the time was approximately seven years old and we joined in 2012 and that was the platform that they gave us to be able to work from. It's pretty basic, it was pretty uniform, everybody had the same kind of format and style and you couldn't really deviate from that. You were allowed 12 playlists, so you, were, you had to be really disciplined on what kind of material you were uploading. Um, that changed over time. But as you can see from the title there, the original name of the YouTube channel was the Christadelphian Bible Prophecy Channel. That changed a couple of years later. We renamed it to Bible Truth and Prophecy. Now, the first video that we ever uploaded was on the 20th of July, as I said. We actually uploaded two videos that day. Um, the first was, There is Only One God... And that was a presentation given here by Brother Bernard Burt. And there it is. And that is an example of the kind of material that we were uploading 10 years ago. It was basically a screen recording from a camera at the front of the hall with the speaker in shot as well. That actually went on for a few years before we started to get a little bit better at videoing. I'm going to show you now a screen grab of our most popular videos on the channel. Okay, so those with eagle eyes, if you can see any of those, um, you'll see our most viewed one is 3.7 million views. That's also got an awful lot of comments, that particular one. But the three I want to bring to your attention is the three that I've highlighted. Uh, the Disciple Peter and the Roman soldier and the soldier of Christ. You'll notice that all those of the videos are prophecy related. Okay, all kinds of different subjects. The visible hand of God, the six-day war, the Bible explains why, the, um, why Britain left the EU, Russia and Iran on Israel's border. That kind of title. And that is the attention-grabbing titles that were really attracting people to our channel when we first started. And, and from when we did start, we had something like 600 subscribers. When we started uploading material like that, it escalated quite dramatically. It got very, very popular because people like those kind of subject titles. And Christadelphians like talking about those kind of subject titles. But the two standout ones for me are the Disciple Peter and the Roman Soldier. Now, the Roman Soldier one was, I can't remember, I apologise, I cannot remember the speaker's name, but he, he spoke here, um, and as you can see, it was nine years ago, so just after we started the channel, it was a Bible class, and he basically dressed up in Roman uniform and then explained to us all the, the different attributes of the uniform and how that related to the armour of Christ. The other one, Peter, um, was a presentation given by an, the Ormskirk Ecclesia. And I can offer you no explanation why that is in that section. It's received a massive amount of views, 54,000, and it's just standard gospel address about the disciple Peter. I just wanted to show you that because sometimes things just take off and you don't know why. I'm sure you've all heard the phrase that it's gone viral. 
Well, that's exactly what happened with that video. There's no rhyme or reason why it should have excelled as it did, but it has. So there's always an opportunity for any video that we upload to act like that and to receive that kind of, of treatment from, from viewers. The one in the middle, um, end time prophecy fulfilled by Trump. That was uploaded just after um, the USA declared that they were going to move the embassy, their embassy, and relocate it in Jerusalem. Um, and they did that to coincide with the 70th anniversary of the Israeli um, Declaration of Independence. So an example of when we can react to what's going on in the world and produce something um, that's meaningful and relevant at the time, again, there's a strong possibility that it can go viral. That receives something like 100,000 views in a relatively short amount of time. That is the YouTube channel now. For anybody who wants to visit it, that's what you'll be confronted with. As you can see, it's a lot more slick. We could change the banners. We, we can adjust the artwork. Um, the sections on the home page, um, you can have featured videos, recommended videos, uh, and then different playlists you can select to choose, and you can have as many as you like now. So that's today's fascia. The interesting thing about today is that last year, so we're talking 2021, July 2020 to July 2021, we uploaded 2,000 videos to YouTube. Now, that's the most we've ever done in a single year. Now, you could say that glibly, but that meant that we had to source, request permission to use, download, edit, review, design artwork for, re-upload, and then share across the network. So you can begin to see the kind of time and effort that's put in to producing this material and getting it distributed online. That's a screen grab of our current website. We now have a website. Some of you may have um, used the website when it was called Bible, Truth and Prophecy. We've now dispensed with that, and I'll mention that in a couple of moments, um, but it's now called Christadelphian Video, and it's predominantly aimed at Christadelphians. So what we're going to do this evening is split this presentation into three parts. The who, the what, the why. The www of ChristadelphianVideo.org. So who are we? Who are Christadelphian Video? Well, as I said, in 2021, we retired Bible Truth and Prophecy. We've kept the name, and you can still go to the main website with that domain name. But we've also added a new domain name, ChristadelphianVideo.org, and another one called CDCharlieDeltaVideo.org. All those three will take you to the same place, which is essentially our new website. Um, that was actually a massive undertaking for everybody involved in the network because we had to really consider lots of different aspects of how we were going to manage this new site and how we were then going to present preaching material as opposed to material that was meant just for Christadelphians. So the objective now is to monitor the site as it's being upgraded um, for problems and then deal with the problems as we come across them. Um, but we're, we're really excited because we intend to... Um, create a new website called explorethebible.com and that will effectively take the place of Bible Truth and Prophecy, the old preaching site. And we hope to visualise that later this year, perhaps early next year. We'll see how things go. So, about the organisation. There's some names there, some roles. You'll see we've got reviewers, editors, collaborators, um, we have technical advisors, accountants, moderators graphic designers and scouts or ambassadors, people who represent us in, in far-off lands. So all those roles are within ChristadelphianVideo.org. And these roles aren't limited to the UK. They're limited to the whole globe. Anybody in Central Fellowship can join the organisation and help us in any capacity that they feel they are able. So the team, who's behind Christadelphian Video? Well... We are endorsed, thankfully, and ultimately responsible to you, the Rugby Ecclesia. So that is our main objective, to report back to Rugby. Uh, we report back twice a year, once annually um, and then twice financially um, to the Rugby ABs. We present a financial report. 
Um, we have a management structure of five brothers, again scattered throughout the world, and one sister. We have a support management team. Now these are people, brothers and sisters, who are particularly skilled in the area that they work in. So technical advisors, um, they're particularly helpful when you know, we get website problems and, and things like that. Graphic designers, and people who are exceptionally skilled in that particular area, but have all volunteered their time to help us to, to achieve what we achieve with Christadelphian Video. And then we have about 50 plus brothers and sisters who are basically the worker bees. On a daily basis, they are producing thumbnails, they are reviewing the material that we send, they are sourcing material for us, they're doing all those kind of things. So what do we do? Well, as I mentioned, in 2012, we started as a preaching tool. Um, we noticed that there was material being produced, wasn't of a fantastic quality, but we felt that we could develop that and into an aid for the Brotherhood and as a preaching medium. But the original concept was that the, the premise behind it all was that people with internet access nowadays are more likely to stay at home and watch a video than come to a Christadelphian hall. And I don't suppose that has changed since when we first started. They're probably more, less likely now to come and visit uh, an ecclesial hall um, when they can stay at home and, and watch material as they do. We don't, what we don't want to do is replace our own ecclesial and personal face-to-face -face preaching activities because obviously that is the most important thing we do as individuals. So our work colleagues, our, our old friends from school perhaps, our neighbours, you know, all this is an opportunity for us to preach to people around us, the good news that we share that burns within us. You know, we've got this wonderful hope and we want to share that. What this does is extends that out of our immediate bubble. So we can now present to a lot more people um, and we can have interaction with them and discuss the truth. And, and that was the premise. So what can we do for those people um, outside of our immediate bubbles? So the solution that we decided to do was to collate Christadelphian central material from across the globe and make it available in one place. So that was the premise. Yeah, we'll get it all together, um, but that obviously creates problems because you're representing all the ecclesias and not all ecclesias want to do things the same way. Sometimes even within ecclesias, they don't want to do things the same way. So how could we achieve this? Well, most of our content was available everywhere else online. That's where we get it from. So we get it from their YouTube channels, their Vimeo sites or their websites. Um, but it's usually fairly poor quality and in an unedited form. In other words, they, start, they record the whole meeting and that's what they upload. And we didn't feel that was appropriate. So we decided to centralise it in one location, categorise it, tag it and file it and distribute it all from one location. Um, and to try and get Ecclesias on board with that. So each week, effectively, hundreds, perhaps thousands of talks are being produced that are basically falling on Christadelphian ears alone. So they are largely going unnoticed by the public. In a sense, we're not effectively preaching the gospel, are we? It's kind of a half-hearted attempt. Now, what we try to do is continually streamline the service that we offer um, through the opportunities that are given to us through social media and all the other new platforms that come on board to try and distribute this material that we've worked on. So how could we achieve that? Cooperation. Cooperation with ecclesias and collaborations with ecclesias and different organisations. What we had to do was assemble a team. A team of brothers and sisters, again, from Central Fellowship, who have got skills and ambition to be able to work on this project um, to maximise the, the ideas that we had. And it was a massive undertaking. We would have preferred it if we could have had pre-developed material that we could then just automatically upload to one place and not have to do anything with it. But the skill set in most ecclesias just isn't there. There's been a massive increase in Christadelphians on social media in the past 10 years. So we have a massive opportunity. If all these brethren and sisters have got social media accounts, why can't they use them and preaching the gospel where they can? I understand that you know, things like LinkedIn are specifically for business, but that's our work colleagues. 
you know, and shouldn't we be preaching to our work colleagues when we get the opportunity? Even if it's just a link, you know, we don't have to say anything about it, but we can share it to show people what we are, who we are and who we belong to. So let's take a look at some of the social media that we manage. It's something that we developed over the past few years. Let's have a quick look at some of the social media that we manage. Now, there's no denying it, we are blessed. We are blessed to have this wonderful platform where we can expose people to the truth of the gospel. God has granted us this opportunity and we should grasp it with both hands. We feel that cross-promotion is essential. So having a network where we can share material across different social media platforms. We're also working, and we have been for some time now, uh, working on a sharing network where we um, ask brothers and sisters to volunteer to join a WhatsApp group or something like that. And we'll send them a link and then they share it to their friends or, and colleagues or wherever they want to share it. We also have hundreds and hundreds of questions each week on our YouTube videos, on our Facebook page videos, um, and across the network. And all those questions, some of them are very, very genuine. Some of them are argumentative. We've seen that with Rugby's own Facebook page. Sometimes you will get people that just want to start an argument about the Trinity or the devil or something like that, and that they're not going to shift their view. But all these people need interaction. They need support. Now... Up until now, we were just relying on brothers and sisters sharing. Uh, and, and that was our motto for a long time, sharing is caring. But we have now, now we've got funding, we're hoping to be able to promote some of the material um, via Google AdWords and, and other social media advertisements. This is some of the social media. You'll recognise some of these icons. There's LinkedIn, Pinterest, Blogovlo, uh, Vimeo, Twitter, YouTube... Facebook, Spotify, and the bottom one is our podcast channel. Now, that arranges itself like this. So we've got one podcast. We have six pages and six groups in Facebook. We have two Twitter accounts, two Vimeo accounts, three blogs, one LinkedIn account, 13 YouTube channels. I suppose I'll to explain that a bit later if I get the opportunity. One Pinterest account, um, one Instagram account, and one Spotify account. And again, all these need managing. There's all kinds of interaction that we can have with people who engage with our social media. One of our most successful things recently, and this was born out of the lockdown, was our podcast. We had a podcast for some time, um, and it was generating something like 600 downloads a week. And we thought that was acceptable and normal and, and comfortable. But as soon as lockdown hit, we saw a massive spike in the uptake. So what we decided to do was upload the audio portion from our videos. So bear in mind, the videos have already been edited. Um, they've had all reviews done. So as far as we're concerned, there's, it's sound material ready to be published. So we'd already got the audio files. So what we decided to do was up the, upload those to a podcast. Um, we saw a massive increase then in podcast take-up. We went from the 600 downloads each, uh, each week to, at the peak of 2021, we had 50,000 downloads in a week. Now we've, we've levelled off, we're about 25,000 downloads every week. Um, and we're looking for new material. To, to do that, so we're having more interviews going on, more one-offs, uh, studies, all those kind of things. What we tend to do, I think a lot of Christadelphians are using this, um, and so what we decided to do is put the speakers' names on, um, because a lot of Christadelphians are attracted by certain speakers, they like to hear their style or, or something like that. So the podcast is available on those platforms and more. Um, but in terms of support and, and man managing the network, we're looking at minutes, hours, days, weeks, months, years, and now decades. So it's a full-time position. You know, it's something that we really need to focus on to keep on top of it. Now, the brother who manages our website, christadelphianvideo.org, also helped us to set up a website, an audio website, called Scripture Scribe. And that's, again, basically just for all the audio but with that site, what we can do, we can categorise it and, and file it with speakers' names and location and subject 
and, and, and tag it in that, in that sense so it's easier to find. This site is all the material has been peer-reviewed. So if you go to somewhere like the other um, Christadelphian platforms, basically anybody can upload to there. You can create an account and upload it, um, and there's very little regulation going on. Um, so we felt that there was a place for this, um, and we are working on that at the moment. It's still under construction. You can visit the site, and there are talks on there at the moment, um, but we hope to put a lot more up. Now, when we do the podcast, what we try to do is we give a brief introduction and if the audio was taken from a presentation that was particularly slide intensive, then what we do, we encourage the listener to then go and watch the video if they want. So we tell them if it's slide intensive, in other words. Um, but we found with podcasts, people are listening to them that they, while they're walking the dogs, while they're driving to work on the train. There's so many places you can listen to a podcast um, relatively cheaply because they use very little data um, so it's different to streaming video so it's just another avenue that we you know we're working on to be able to get the truth out there um, and this has proved particularly successful for us so I'd just like to briefly explain the difference and the reason why we have pages and groups and why we've got different pages and groups there's five of our most popular pages Bible news daily Bible readings the watchman events page and Bible school. So with Bible news, everything that we produce goes on there. The daily Bible readings, we put links to the thought for the day, the daily readings planner, and any comments that people um, have made on the, um, the daily reading site. The Watchman is particularly prophecy videos, so we try to limit it to just prophecy videos. Um, the events page is for Christadelphians, so they can see what's going on or what has gone on, and we often put the link into events that have gone on, they've perhaps missed. We managed to get the videos, we've edited them and uploaded them, so we put the link in so they can go back and revisit them. And then Bible School is our most recent Facebook page, um, but it's rapidly turning out to be one of our most popular. Um, it's what we term the preaching Facebook page. Um, Bible News has by far the most likes and it's followed the most but Bible school has the most reach. We get so much more interaction with that. And I think there's two reasons for that. We've been uploading videos to Facebook now for some time, probably two, two and a half years. Um, so we've built up quite a catalogue there as well. Um, and also we do our live streams from there. So each week we do a live stream on Facebook. We do actually two, one on a Sunday and one on a Thursday. All those things contribute to getting people to come back and listen or, or watch, in that case, um, to the material that we're producing. And, and that's what it's about. It's just getting people to interact with the material that Christadelphians all over the world have been producing, but they've been going nowhere. But we've also got Facebook groups. Now, the groups are slightly different. I don't know how familiar you are with pages and groups, but we have very similar names, but they're just groups. And I'll explain the difference in a minute. The Christadelphian Watchman, again, everything goes on there. Um, Christadelphian Exhortations, that is a, a private group that we manage where we post Christadelphian exhortations from across the world. These are usually unedited, full version exhortations, um, and we don't feel it's appropriate to be able to put those out uh, to the public. Um, it's a, it's a fellowship thing. you know. The, the exhortation and the breaking of bread. If it was just the exhortation... That would be great. And sometimes we will just cut out the excitation. Um, but you know, when we're talking about a whole meeting, we're basically sharing fellowship with anybody who's watching that. Um, we include the emblems and we say prayers. And, and we, we just prefer to keep that behind closed doors. So that's a membership-only one. We have the In Awe of a Creator, and that's defense, in defense of creation, as God as a creator, which is obviously a big issue at the moment. So any videos to do with that, any articles, um, some wonderful images that we put up of, of God's splendor and crea in creation. And then we have um, a group called Christadelphian Video. Again, all the videos from the network go on there, as the name would suggest. Um, and then a Bible, a daily Bible readings thought for the day, where, again, we post thought for the day videos and, and things like that. So, what's the difference between a page and a group? Well, this is Facebook's own definition. 
It says, while pages were designed to be official profiles for entities, such as celebrities, brands, or businesses, Facebook groups are the place for small groups, communication, and for people to share their common interests and express their opinion. So that's where we're going to get the interaction, the communication from interested friends. You know, we'll post a video, um, some of them will watch it and then make a comment, and then we've got an opportunity to reply, start a conversation. Yeah? But that takes people, it takes effort, it takes time. So all these things are incredibly important when we've undertaken this task. So we've got the platform and the network. Where does the material come from? Collaborations. Christadelphians working together for a common cause. Uh, and this is a wonderful thing, brothers and sisters, to, to see brothers and sisters from across the world that we, most of us have never met, and yet we all have the same passion for speaking about God's truth. And that's our motivation for getting involved with this. So we have collaborations with Prophecy Day organisers, Bible schools, family days, fraternals, Bible classes, gospel addresses, special efforts, seminars, study weekends, youth weekends, and just recently as well, magazines, articles, because we can upload articles to the website as well. So we rely entirely on cooperation with um, these event organisers. Without that, we'd have very little, little to offer. We've built up over the years many good relationships with, with these event organisers where now they notify us when they've got an event coming up and how they can send us the material and they ask us how best to record it and you know, we can offer advice in that regard. Ultimately, though, it's the brother, the individual brother who's making the presentation who has the last say on whether we may use the work. The ecclesia might be fine with it, but if the speaker is perhaps not keen on having something he said uh, go public, then we can make that um, not available to the public. And on our new site, where we have a members area now, you'd be able to access it there as a Christadelphian, but not necessarily on YouTube or on the website. So we are very grateful to the brethren that do allow us to use the material. Many, many, many brothers across the world are more than happy to share. It's very rare that we find brethren who want to restrict their material. Very often, the, the, article, the finished article, the finished video raw file that we get needs a lot of work. Okay, it's a basic video of a screen, exactly like how we used to do it when we first started. Um, we're hoping, as, as time goes on, uh, if we're here, still here, God willing, that that quality of that material will get better. But at the moment, it needs quite heavy editing, um, which is, is quite difficult to do and time-consuming. We also invite the speakers to give a synopsis as well of their remarks. Now, we, we provide one through our review team. So the review team will review the material, make suggestions for edits, but then they'll write a short description. But we also offer that to the particular brother who's given the talk so they can write their own synopsis. Um, it won't affect the review, um, but it, it might more accurately reflect the, the sentiments that they were trying to get over during the address. Now, from the onset, we felt we had a duty of care to the speakers that we work with and the ecclesias that we work with. So we self-funded a trademark, and the trademark is christadelphianvideo.org. So that is the trademark. Now, that serves a twofold purpose. Firstly, it protects the work from piracy, and it does work, because we've actually used it in that regard. But secondly, and I think more importantly... It shows the person who's watching the video, when they see that image, that it's part of the Christadelphian Video Network. In other words, it's been reviewed, work's been done on it, um, and we've deemed it acceptable for use within ecclesias for you know, Bible classes, gospel addresses, whatever kind of style it is. So I, I think over the years that brand has, has kind of built up, and when the people see that now, they acknowledge that it's material that's gone through a process. Now, that brings us nicely on to the reviewers. Now, we have 27 reviewers headed by a sister in New Zealand and three reviewers in the UK. We would like more. The kind of brothers and sisters that we require for reviewers are, are, are people that are well-versed in the truth, good at spotting mistakes, and have a good grasp of scriptural knowledge and perhaps history as well. Um, you know, we have some talks where they're history-intensive um, and then we have one or two reviewers that are particularly good at history, so they always get the history talks. 
uh, and they are often coming back saying that date was wrong that the speaker quoted and things like that and so we could go back and edit it now we rejected or declined in 2020 23 videos for serious errors that we couldn't correct in 2021 last year we declined 42 videos but bear in mind that 42 was from over 2,000 videos so it's not a massive percentage um, and this year so far we've only declined 19 videos and they're videos that we can't really do much more with okay a lot of times we, we can make edits we can take away throwaway lines which are common in Christadelphian halls when a speaker is speaking to a Christadelphian audience you know if, if they were sat in front of a hall full of interested friends, they wouldn't say half the things that they say as throwaway lines. But because they're not, they do get included and we have to look out for them uh, and then remove them. Surprisingly, on occasions, there are some serious doctrinal errors and we will always contact the speaker and the ecclesia who, who will have the speaker to speak um, to make our opinion known. Now, whether they want to do anything about that, whether the Ecclesia want to do anything about it or not, is completely up to them. But the feedback that we've had so far is that they really appreciate that. Most speakers that we've got in touch with um, were just unaware of what they'd said. Um, they hadn't realised how they'd come across. Um, they'd got something on the notes. They must have deviated from the notes and they said something completely different. But it, it completely affected the whole argument, the thrust of the argument that they were trying to make. So that's another service that we offer. Um, generally, though, it's audio and poor visuals, um, spelling mistakes um, and things like that. And like I say, a lot of the times we can just add things on the slide to correct that or we'll get the PowerPoint off the speaker and adjust and correct the slide and then overlay it on the, on the timeline. So a lot of material is saved by, by doing that, by making those small edits. But the review team is very good because they supply us with exact timestamps. So they'll, they'll come back and they'll say, from 1726 to 2142, remove that whole section. And it, it makes the whole editing process very quick and very easy. In fact, we don't have to re-upload the video that way. We can actually make those edits on YouTube um, and then use that video, download that video from YouTube, and then use it across the network. So that's the review team. Um, they are very much at the centre of what we do. Um, you know, we've, we've built this review team up now um, for seven or eight years. Um, they are, in effect, our watchmen. So they're peer-reviewing all the material that's going online. Some material doesn't get reviewed. Um, some Bible schools where we know um, that, you know, the, the Bible school is completely sound and if anybody had said anything, we would have heard about it. Um, we always have a scan through um, for long pauses, you know, in Bible, when people are turning up Bible readings, things like that, and we try and cut those out to make it more succinct and, and, and more palatable to, to the end user. But they also review documents as well, the review team, uh, all the documents that go online, apart from the ones that are supplied to us through magazines. And, of course, the benefit of republishing articles is that we give them a new lease of life. You know, a lot of these articles have only been available through purchased magazines and never been seen by a lot of people. So we are able to republish them um, and give them a new lease of life. And so we're very appreciative to the magazines that we work with. But I'm just going to invite Brother Sam up now, who's just going to run through some stats for us um, to give us some idea of some of the figures, facts and figures that are going on. Thank you. Oh, good evening, everyone. What we'd like to do now is just to share with you some, some numbers, some statistics about how people are using the website and the YouTube channel and the Facebook pages. I mean, often looking at numbers like this isn't very helpful at all, but it is important sometimes. Um, firstly, for us at Christadelphian Video, we need to be able to understand how people are, are using the resources, what works well, what doesn't work well, and, and how we can improve. And then we'd like to share some of this with you this evening, just to help you understand that even if you don't perhaps use the resources yourself, um, just to show you that lots of people really do use them, and therefore the work that is done is very worthwhile. And, and as Art has already mentioned, a lot of help is needed to support the work that goes on to reach out to these people. So we'll start by looking at the statistics 
for, for 2021, from January to December 2021. And we'll start by looking at the main website, christadelphianvideo.org. And as you can see from the screen there, there's a lot of people that use the website. That number over on the left, 60, 61,000 users in 2021. And like Art has mentioned, although the, the website is used by a lot of Christadelphians, a lot of brothers and sisters, it is certainly much more than that, because it's estimated, isn't it, that there's around 50,000 Christadelphians in the world. So if there's 61,000 users using the website, it means it is reaching out to a lot more than just brothers and sisters. And so it is a preaching resource um, in that sense. And that makes it particularly exciting, I think. Um, and as you know, with the new website, any content which is um, deemed not suitable for the public is restricted to just Christadelphians only. But the majority is available to the public. And as Art mentioned as well, we are working on that new website, explorethebible.com, which will be specifically aimed at preaching the, the first principles of the truth. Um, those things which we might think are are suitable for those who, who are searching for the truth. But there, are, there will always be people who are looking for more in-depth material, not just those first principles. And so the main website, Christadelphian Video, will still be a useful resource for those looking for the truth. So that's the website. And now this is the YouTube channel. You've already seen something similar. That's the main page of the Bible Truth and Prophecy YouTube channel. And we can see there that in 2021, it received um, 902,000 views, nearly, nearly a million views in 2021. And that's slightly lower than what we received in 2020, as of course 2020 was a year when everybody was stuck at home and had nothing else to do. So there was a big spike in views in 2020. And then as we might expect, that, that tailed off a little bit in 2021. But actually when we look at 2022, it's much higher than even 2020. So that blue line on the screen there is the views in 2022, and the purple line is 2020. Um, and you can see there, this is just up to where we are now in the year. There's a big old spike around March time. And that is, of course, when the terrible events in the Ukraine happened and uh, terrible things for the people involved, but also an opportunity for people who are questioning why these things are happening in the world an opportunity for those people to find the truth. Well, we can look at where the views come from. Uh, and the majority of the views, they're, they're the top countries that people are watching from. They're kind of Christadelphian countries, where, where there are a large concentration of Christadelphians, so like the US and the UK and Australia and Canada. And then below that, you can see South Africa, India, other popular countries. And then just this final slide on the YouTube channel, it shows how people come across our videos, how they end up watching the videos. And it works out that around 30% of people are watching because they've maybe clicked a link on our website to lead them to the video, or they're regular viewers who have subscribed to the channel. So that's around 30%. But the really exciting bit is that 20%, that's 200,000 views, have come from people who have searched for a particular topic. Maybe they've searched for a Bible study video on Simon Peter or on Nebuchadnezzar's dream. Whatever it might be, because we've got such a vast number of videos on different topics. But the important thing is that after searching for that topic, they've come across a Christadelphian video. And hopefully that has been much more helpful to them than a video on the same topic from one of the other churches out there. And then around 25% of the views, that's 250,000 views, have come from videos which YouTube has suggested to people. Now if you use YouTube, you'll know that when you're watching a video, once you've watched that video, it will pop up and it will say, well, maybe you might like to watch this next video. And then it will probably do it again. Maybe you should watch this video as well, and then this video. And if you're not careful, um, well, you can fall down a rabbit hole. And you could waste hours of your life watching videos on YouTube. But the exciting thing for us is that 
a quarter of a million times in 2021, YouTube told somebody that they might like to watch a Christadelphian video. And then they did. And that is quite exciting to see how people are coming across the, uh, the content on YouTube. So then just a, a brief look at Facebook. We'll just look at this one page that Art mentioned earlier. This is the, the preaching page called Bible School on Facebook, specifically aimed as a preaching resource. And it's where we post content that we feel would be most useful for the public. Um, and we also run two preaching live streams, as Art mentioned, on the Facebook page. And you can see there there's about 4,000 people following this page. And then you can see here that it reaches about 600,000 people um, within the year of 2021. And two-thirds of those people are from paid advertising. So that's where we've paid money so that people can see this content and these videos and to try and bring them to a larger audience. And as Art mentioned, we have these preaching live streams and we call them Christadelphian events. Um, those are on a Sunday afternoon and on a Thursday evening. Um, it's kind of like a basic introduction to the Bible episode on the Sundays and then a more in-depth class on the Thursday evenings. And each week we ask a president to give an opening prayer and a short introduction to those videos. And we feel that is a really important part of the live streams. As when the public come across one of these live streams on Facebook, it is very easy for them to simply scroll away. Because it's something about religion, it's about the Bible. Most people aren't interested in that. And it's very easy to scroll away and to look at something else. And so the president's role is to provide a compelling introduction that relates the talk to the audience and convinces them to continue watching. And you can see on the screen that 57,000 people have viewed one of those live streams back in 2021. And you can see some, some of the top videos on there as well. Things like religion, dangerous or healthy. Um, another top video was, is there really truth? or the language of the Bible. So lots of different topics there. And they, I didn't mention that, but they're all fairly short videos, about 20 minutes long, which we feel is quite an ideal length for online because people do have fairly short attention spans nowadays. So just to conclude this little section, hopefully that's exciting to see how many people use the Christadelphian video network. It means that after a Bible class has been given here at our hall in Rugby, it can be viewed by a brother or a sister on the other side of the world, and it can encourage and it can strengthen them as well as us. And then a lecture which is given at our hall, it will be advertised to the local area as part of our preaching work here at Rugby. Um, and it might be that, that no public turn up as a result of that. No, nobody turns up to watch the video here at the hall. But then it will also go on to Christadelphian video and it will be presented to a much larger worldwide audience. And it might be that video was exactly what somebody on the other side of the world, exactly what they needed to see. And of course, if they got baptised, that would be to the benefit of their local ecclesia on the other side of the world. But likewise, a video from the other side of the world might be exactly what Mrs Brown on Hillmorton Road in Rugby needed to see to convince her of the truth of the Bible. And so you can see how this worldwide collaboration is a fantastic opportunity, both to strengthen the brotherhood and to preach the truth. Thank you very much, Sam. I, I, what I picked up on, uh, apart from the stats there, is the word that Sam kept using. I don't know whether you noticed exciting and it really is exciting to be part of this project and um, especially if you're passionate about preaching and, and, and telling people about your belief and um, it's a wonderful opportunity um, but thank you very much Sam that was very interesting to see some of those figures so why do it we've got all this going on all these different platforms we're always looking for new ways to uh, extend the truth out to to people why do it and what's next? So this is our final section now we're coming into. Well, all our efforts are, of course, to sow the seed. 
so that God may provide the increase. Repent and be baptised. That's the message that all of us that have been baptised have taken on. We've repented, we've turned around, and we're going in a different direction to the world around us. And, and we're thrilled to be able to announce that last year as well, um, another two people um, who had no connection to Christadelphians whatsoever, they'd never heard of Christadelphians, were baptised. One of them you've met. Um, he came and visited us. In fact, he stayed with Brother Don for uh, a substantial amount of time. Another one was in America, and she embraced the truth, and her family also are looking into to, to the, the beliefs that we profess. So there's a wonderful opportunity. We just don't know who God has called. And because we don't know who God has called or who is calling, then we need to make sure we're active in getting as much material out as possible that can help people make that decision for themselves. And our prayer is, of course, that God will continue to use our efforts in his service to bring more people to glorify his name. So what plans do we have for 2022? Well, we've been approached by the ACBM and asked to collaborate with them in terms of producing a video uh, or videos for a new series that they're doing, an e-campaign, which is focused in Asia um, and designed for mobile phones. Um, we are working on that. We've produced one video. And we've actually used one of our members here. Um, so we're very excited to be part of that initiative. We also hope to have further collaborations with the team in California that produced the Walking with Jesus series, which was a 24-part series, which was really well produced. It, they used proper uh, recording studio, um, um, auto cues. It was a really professional job. They've done a couple of series now, um, and they've, they asked to work with us to help promote the material. Also, uh, interestingly, uh, last week we acquired permission through the efforts of a determined brother in America. And this brother's been trying to get us this series for probably six years. Um, there was a series that used to run, um, some of the older members in the audience will probably remember this. Uh, this is your Bible, um, a, ser a television series that was run in the 70s, 80s and 90s, um, where the format was uh, a presenter invited a, a guest speaker and they talked about a particular subject um, and we've been granted permission to use those now so we're going to do some editing to those and we're going to start a campaign with those um, so we're very grateful for the brother for his perseverance for for making that happen um, but they're very well produced they're, and they're great for sending people saying you know have you thought about the devil what do you think about the devil and then a, a particular talk on that subject deals with it in, in a wonderful way um, also, subject to God's grace, as our presence grows, we are commissioning more and more speakers to work with us with producing bespoke material, which is what I mentioned at the beginning. Um, we, we, we've kind of built up an idea of, of what videos work best, what style works best, what format works best. Um, and so we're now in a position where we can ask speakers to get involved with us and produce videos. Um, We've got a couple of examples of that. Um, one we're working on at the moment, and I had a conversation with him today, Brother Frank Abel, who was actually featured in those This Is Your Bible videos when he was younger. Um, we're doing a weekly, it's kind of a podcast stroke video cast, uh, a vlogger, they call them, um, where we just pick a simple term like antichrist or world government or something like that, and he spends 15 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes, talking about that using some slides um, but they're very direct um, he's looking straight at the camera which is always good it's always engaging when you think that you know, if we look back at this video I'm looking at the audience where the best way to to produce a video is to look straight into the camera and, and people can sense that, that you're being honest and, and sincere with what you're trying to say and convey um, so we've been doing that. Um, there's a couple more we've been doing as well. We've been doing some blogcasts. Um, actually, you, you've kind of seen an example of that here at Rugby. We've produced some videos here called um, What the Bible Really Says About. And initially, they were 20, 30, 40 minutes long, but we've kind of honed that down now. We've, we've, we've started to produce much shorter ones. In fact, um, Brother Chris did one recently for us 
Um, and they sh they're quite short, but again, to the point, and it's, it's a face to the screen talking about a particular subject. And we think they work really, really well. And the, the benefit of being short means that people don't get bored. You know, the, the whole idea is that you don't skirt around the subject, you make the point, and then you deal with the point. And of course, people have got to prepare those scripts as well. So that's another aspect of, of the work that's involved. We've also recruited a new videographer to produce the Bible in the News videos. I don't know if you've ever seen any of those. The Bible in the News website, which is run by the, the Billingtons, produce a Bible in the News podcast each week. Well, we've got permission to produce a video from that to reach a whole new audience. So we upload that to YouTube. So we're thrilled about that because those kind of videos, because they deal with current events that happened that week or the week before, they're, again, very, very popular. We, we also hope to produce more children's videos as well. We've been doing this for six or seven years now, um, predominantly at Bible schools and, and fraternals and gatherings. They, they tend to have classes for children. We've managed to get hold of some of those and, and turn them into videos um, and we're working with a, a, a team of sisters, four sisters, who are hopefully going to be doing that for us as well. Um, we also hope to continue to support the Brotherhood with live events. We've been doing that for two or three years now. Um, and subsequent video editing and hosting. Um, we offer a whole package of Zoom support as well through um, organisations that perhaps aren't as familiar with Zoom as we are. Um, and as I said, we're on the 20th... Uh, sorry, July the 20th sees the 10th anniversary of what we term Christadelphian video. Um, we were going to plan a big event, um, but we weren't sure about the finances to be able to promote that event, so nothing's happened as yet, but we will try and do something. Um, the really exciting thing um, that's on the horizon is the development of an app. Now, this is something we've been wondering about for a long time. There, there is a, a few Bible apps that you've probably seen and you probably use. Uh, one of them is called the Key to the Bible, which is a very good app. It was produced by a brother in New Zealand. Um, and we think because of the diversity of um, accessible points we've got on, on Christadelphian video, it would good, be good to collect them all on an app so you can just collect on whichever section you want to go to and then all that information will be presented to you. The downside is apps cost an awful lot of money to develop. Um, we're certainly not going to get a volunteer to do it for us, um, despite trying. Um, so that's going to cost some finance, um, which we haven't got at the moment. So we're hoping to perhaps make a, a further appeal um, to the southern and northern hemispheres at a later date. We are looking for more collaborations, purpose-built videos that I talked about. With the collaborations, we, we also need to be a little bit more transparent with speakers. A lot of speakers are concerned about copyright. They don't really understand how copyright works, how the fair use system works on YouTube. And so we, there's a degree of education as well that we need to provide to speakers and ecclesias. Um, we've, we've never had um, a video taken down through a copyright claim, uh, well, a legal copyright claim. We've had false claims made against us. Um, which we obviously fought with the trademark, etc., etc. Um, but we've never had a video. I know of at least two ecclesias that have been fined an awful lot of money because of material that they've put online using artwork, particularly that they weren't supposed to use. I think one of the fines was something like six thousand pound. You know. So, but we we are very much aware of copyright and how to deal with copyright. We've also got a section on the website, Christadelphian Video, called IDOF, or What Sayeth Scripture. And, and this is a wonderful part of the site. It's an area of the site where we've got different tabs on different subjects that talk about specific points. It's a bit like rested scriptures, but in video, audio, document form. Um, so in each, there'll be a section on the Trinity, and then you'll have access to all the videos that we've got on the Trinity, um, all the audio talks we've got on the Trinity, documentation that we've got on the Trinity. Um, and there's, we've got about uh, 10, 20, probably 30, 35 different categories at the moment, and we're extending that. Now that's behind closed doors for Christadelphians, and it's an aid for them to be able to, you know, if they've got a problem with a conversation that they're having with somebody, they can go to that area, 
uh, and, and be enriched and, and hopefully be able to correspond more effectively. Um, the big key for us at the moment is moderators. Um, we really need more moderators across the network on Facebook, on YouTube, everywhere where we upload where questions are asked. Um, we'd love it, wouldn't we, if people came in off the street and asked us questions, came in, sat down and says, you know, well, what about the devil? What about, you know, Jesus? Jesus is God. I know he's God. How, how do we deal with that? Well, those kind of questions are being asked on our social media platforms all the time. And so there's a wonderful opportunity for everybody to get involved and to take on that responsibility to be able to converse, strike up a relationship, communicate. You just don't know where it's going to go. And it's, as Sam said, it's really exciting. So we have a network, we have material, we just need the help from brethren and sisters to be able to work with that. We did an appeal this year for funding. Um, thankfully, uh, the Rugby Ecclesia gave us permission to reach out to Ecclesias um, to try and collate some donations that we can then use to um, benefit the network, which we have done. We are starting to get funds in, they're trickling in. Not a massive amount of money, um, but we do have some money that we can work with now. We're currently using that money to employ somebody to work on the website part-time because there's so much work that needs doing on the website. Um, we've also recruited two treasurers, um, and they are responsible for uh, running the appeals and organising that. Um, it's important to us to have people in their set roles, so it's not something I would want to do. I wouldn't want to go around making appeals to ecclesias. Um, I've got my particular role in the organisation, just as the designers have their role. I don't think it would be suitable for those individuals to then make appeals to their ecclesias, so we have a dedicated team to do that. Um, the idea behind it, of course, is if we do generate excess funds, surplus funds, then we can advertise some of the the excellent material that we're producing. One project that we do have underway at the minute, which is really exciting, is we've made the decision to pre produce a video called Who Are the Christadelphians? And this is going to be an animated video with narration. And the idea behind it is that when you type in that search term into Google, you don't find, well, you hardly find anything to do with Christadelphians that's positive. Okay, so we want to get up that top page so when somebody clicks on that search term, who are the Christadelphians, they will see this video. And that's the idea. If we can encourage Ecclesias to put it on their home pages, um, that would be even better. We have got one video called Who Are the Christadelphians that we did produce about six, no, four years ago. Um, a lot of Ecclesias already use that, but it's just music and text. Um, it, I think we can do a lot better. So that is a project that we're actually working on at the moment. Our graphic design team... Uh, coming up with a storyboard as we speak. I want to talk very quickly about Zoom um, because it's a big issue. Um, we usually do five Zoom meetings a week. Um, we run a Monday night class, which is a study class for Christadelphians. Um, it was done in collaboration with the Mumbles Ecclesia. And we're on series seven at the moment. So we've done seven full series. And these are really in-depth Bible study evenings around the word of God in, in a relaxed atmosphere um, and encourage you to if you haven't seen any yet please do go and have a look um, as Sam mentioned we got the Facebook live stream on a Thursday and then on Saturdays it's suspended at the moment until the autumn but we do a reasoning from the scriptures um, bible class as well which is all about allegory and type within the scriptures again very in-depth um, and then we do the Sunday live stream um, that Sam mentioned again and we also assist with event organisers across the world to manage their Zoom events, applying technical help, advice, and we also offer a service where we can host that event for them. Now, there is some concern with Zoom because um, many members are not returning to the meetings, are they, because meetings are still effectively available on Zoom. So what do you do about that? Well, there may be some truth in that, um, and... I personally don't think that should discourage Ecclesias from recording on Zoom. We've been blessed with a format that we've been crying out for for many years before it came along. Um, it produces wonderful material that re re requires very little editing afterwards, post-event. 
Um, and we've been crying out for it, as I say, for a long time. Previous to Zoom, what we used to have to do was get the PowerPoint from the speaker and then run through it and record it, which was very time-consuming. Um, one comment we got from an elderly couple in, I think it was New Zealand or Australia. Um, we are both frail. Just me a second. We are both frail, aged, and in our 80s. We truly appreciate receiving these videos as we rarely drive at night these days, and as a consequence, we miss lectures. So for them, it's wonderful. You know, they can't get out. It's too risky for them to drive at night. Um, so tuning into podcasts and videos that, that we supply is a great benefit to them. We are seeing many ecclesias, and, and this is happening quite a lot now, dropping Zoom altogether and reverting to how it was pre-COVID. Um, we still get the material, but obviously it's a much lower quality, so we're faced with the same problem, having to record PowerPoints. So we're trying to encourage ecclesias to at least stay with Zoom, even if they don't make it public to their, their own members, at least record it so we can have a copy of it to, to you know, put on the network. When we changed over to christadelphianvideo.org, um, we decided to create new iconography. I don't know if you've seen the previous um, images that we used, um, but we've created uh, that round image there. Um, and that style represents all across all the services across our network. So when you see that sign, it will be something to do with Christadelphian video. Um, what we've also done as well is we've made some short links, really easy to remember. So all our main social media has short links, cdvideo.org and then a forward slash. Now, this is one section that I've got to do because I've been asked by a number of brothers and sisters from across the world because they want to present it to their ecclesias who, who perhaps want to um, work with us in an outreach programme. So this is effectively for ecclesias that potentially want to work with us. These are the kind of things that we're looking for to make our life easier to be able to produce good quality material. If a presenter is going to be included in the production, then ideally it needs to be 1080p, full HD or, or higher. We would ask that you record all Zoom classes. As I said, whether you distribute to your own members, that's completely up to you. Um, but we, we would prefer a Zoom recording if possible. Um, when recording, consider the background and position of the presenter. You know, don't be shy about talking to the presenters. Tell them if they're sitting in the wrong position or they're too close to their, their laptop camera so their forehead is off the top of the screen. I'm sure you've all seen these kind of things. Um, so don't be afraid to, to say that to them. Um, consider the potential worldwide audience. Don't use Christadelphians. Christadelphianisms, sorry. Use Christadelphians, obviously, because that's what we need to do. Um, so brothers and sisters and, and quoting books that they will never have heard of unless you're going to explain what the book is and who wrote it and where it came from etc etc dress code smart casual but absolutely no iconography you know we've we've seen many many videos where um, it'd be unfair to say young brethren but younger brethren uh, are wearing nike t-shirts and you know, all, all that kind of stuff on their T-shirt. We're not here to promote worldly organisations. We're here to promote the word of God. We need to think carefully about how we're presenting ourselves to the public. You know, we, we don't want to be associating with these companies. We don't know what they're up to, what they fund, what they get involved with. Um, and a lot of ecclesias, when, when that's actually pointed out to them, actually it makes perfect sense. And they make sure that their, their speakers and presenters are, are aware of that. Preaching material, if it's preaching material, then try and keep it to 10 to 15 minutes. If it goes much longer than that, say 30 minutes, then try and find a natural break in the middle so we can make it a two-part episode. Um, ensure fonts, I know I haven't done it here, but ensure fonts are large enough to be read. So if there's a lot of references you're going to be turning up, put one verse on each slide so it's easy to be read. Um, and structure the talks to present the punchline or the main point first. I think I mentioned that earlier, didn't I? So you make the point, Jesus isn't God, and then you seek to explain why from the scriptures. You will get a much greater attention if you do that than if you start by keeping the, the user guessing about what you're going to be talking about or what conclusions you're going to reach. That might seem the wrong way around, but it has been proven that that is the best way to make a presentation.
So again, that's just a screenshot of the slide, and then obviously we've run out of time, so I doubt we're going to have any questions, but if we do, I'm, I can be reached by email, uh, christadelphianvideo at gmail.com. But thank you very much for coming. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being patient. I, I'm fully aware that I've gone way over time, um, but I really appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us. We hope you found the episode helpful. Don't forget, most of these episodes are also available as videos on our video channel, cdvideo.org. So head over and take a look. If you have any comments or questions or suggestions, please get in touch or leave us a voice message. We love to hear your feedback. You can email us at bt f at cdvideo.org. If you enjoyed the episode, then please share it with others. Until next time, may God bless you in your studies and your walk towards God's kingdom. Amen.